listeners we're uh, we're back this is the posh podcast i'm george taylor and with me is my lovely assistant uh babador dakar uh did i pronounce that correctly i think it's close enough isn't it uh let me correct no? you. I, I i i i am not his assistant i'm a i'm a co-host i'm an equal partner in this uh, you're, you're the boss really but i'm just i'm being frothy Am I really? um, but i do look that but i but, but i do play the part of uh, of an assistant too every now and then don't do i do i not yeah like a magician's kind of glamorous assistant yeah why not with a bald head with a with a i look good though with the uh, no it looks good it looks very sort of powerful yeah a kind of indian jason statham uh, but 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 he's properly bald. I'm not. He is. No, you've done it. You've done it very much through choice. He's done it through necessity. He's, um, I would. I mean, if I was in India, I'd shave my head straight away. It's just it would be too warm for me to bother volumizing my hair like I do in the UK. What's the uh, what's the, what's the temperature like? I mean, we we talk about the weather every you know too too boring, often. isn't it? It's a bit boring. It's still quite warm. It's early October. It's probably 18 degrees autumnal still though. Well, not still, it's starting to become autumnal. But yeah, an Indian summer, if you would. An Indian um, summer, if I would. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be in the UK next month, by the way. Be there for Awesome. Company. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely cross paths. We will, yeah. We'll say hello to each other because we, you know, we know each other, right? Yeah, we could do it on Skype even. It's easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After you've flown all that way. You you know what though yeah there's there's something I wanted to uh, to talk to you about and I was like let me save it for the uh, for the podcast, mm-hmm. but this is I think global anywhere we go. I've been stuck in ridiculous uh, traffic in Shillong and in Calcutta, and even New Delhi for the past few months because I've been traveling to these cities uh, pretty often. I live in I mean I've been staying in Shillong for a bit, busy with uh, <clears throat> with you know my media and production company. Anyway, mm-hmm. the one thing that I had to do because of the ridiculous traffic that I've found myself in is listen to uh, a bunch of radio stations. And there's a thing that re- radio jockeys do that I find extremely annoying. Do you know what that is? I've worked on the radio before, so I'm probably guilty of doing those things. No, what do, are they? Do, have you ever done the, uh, the over-the-top, let-me-try-and-be-funny voice? The, oh, this is, you know, I'm going to speak in a, in, in, in a different way. I'm going to try and be as, as funny as I can be. I'm going to try and be a cartoon character from the 1930s. And, and this is what I think funny is. And it's the most unfunny thing in the world. Do you, do you find that annoying? Because it, it, that, that, that happens every, every country I've been in, every city I've, I've traveled to. Yeah, I don't, I don't listen to tons of the radio. When I do, it's generally maybe more like music-oriented stations. So they don't... Maybe don't do that shtick as much, but yeah, I guess it's difficult. The thing I've found is, I mean, people might find this now listening to us. It, it does get, it, it can get boring when it's one or two voices. I worked on a radio station in, in Essex in the UK, uh, and it was just me for three hours every yes. day or five, five days a week for three, something like three months. And I have to say, it gets very difficult to think of things to say. And you've only got your voice to work with, right? So you, I wouldn't resort to doing funny voices like that, I suppose, but I can understand why you would. You've, you don't have anything to play with. If you're on screen, you can pull a face or, you know, fall over or do something stupid when you've just got your voice. 
you you also go a bit crazy and it's that thing where if you say the same word over and over again it loses all meaning you kind of get to that space where you're talking and you hear yourself and you think these these words don't make any sense so i have i have some sympathy for the kind of the psychological breakdown of the lonely dj i don't but yeah i I suppose i don't want to listen to it i just understand where they're coming from do you are you trying no hold on i i feel that you're you're being a bit protective of these djs because 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 of the um of the um of, of your past as as one do you know what i mean yeah, I don't have any sort of unionistic solidarity with them. I'm happy to hang people out to dry, but I've not heard the specific examples you're referring to, so I don't want to damn them but, until but, I know exactly what I'm no, but, saying. No, but, no, but, but, but hold on, right? You've been travelling to uh, to Greece and, and, and Germany and, and, and Hungary. You must have... Yeah, but I don't listen to the radio there because they don't speak English and I'm completely out of my debt. No, not even in, in Greece? Foundation I didn't. I didn't. About, about human civilization. Yeah, and Greek. So, uh, I, obviously, I don't know what they're saying. I, at no point did I think, oh, I'll pop the Greek radio on. Um, it, maybe it was in a taxi or something, but they're always playing like Euro trash, like EDM music, which isn't really my bag anyway. So, yeah, I very rarely in a foreign country would I resort to putting the radio on, unless it was the US, probably. Uh, do you want to do you want to talk about the uh, the ridiculous amount of travelling that you've been doing across Europe? Uh, um, I've, just, I've just been for a bit. getting around. Yeah, sure. I've uh, I've been in Copenhagen in Denmark. I've okay. been in uh, Budapest in Hungary. Okay. I've been to Mallorca, and I've been to a number of Greek islands. Yeah, just just off Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I have. I've been sunning myself. I I think I went four months without wearing trousers apart from at weddings which uh-huh. is quite good going for an englishman because because i remember you making fun of me um uh, a while ago about the uh, the fact that our weddings were ridiculously huge um mm-hmm. as far as the number of people who were invited is concerned right yeah and yeah. every time we exchanged messages you were either going to a wedding or coming back from one that's true but they weren't at least they were relatively contained numbers of people at those weddings if my issue was that the ones you're at have lots of people these at least didn't have lots of people although if i was having a go at you for going to lots of weddings then yes i would be a terrible hypocrite uh there's 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 one thing that um that i um wanted to talk to you about because it made you laugh yesterday when i told it this yesterday was um the father of our nation's birthday do you know who the father of our nation is I mean, I, I'm guessing Mahatma Gandhi. Yes. Okay. Is that his kind of title? Yes, it's the uh, official, yeah. official title, but that's what he's called, yeah. You, you I wonder if it might have been the first... Well, who was the first Prime Minister? He was... Uh, his name was Jawaharlal Nehru. He was the, the first... Yeah, Nehru. I thought yeah. he might have had that title. Do you know, you, do you know what, it, what is, what is one, of, one of his biggest rumours were? That he had an affair with the... Um, with the Nehru. wife, of, yeah, yeah, with the wife of uh, Lord Mountbatten. That was oh, really, the, yeah, that was the big interesting. Yeah, because yeah, Lord Mountbatten was the um, I forget the le- hold on, I forget the uh, the legal term or the official term. 
he wasn't was he the viceroy no i forget where it, what it, what it's called the uh, when he was the uh, when, when 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 the brits were um, still in charge mm. he was the he was the last i forget the okay the last book. i know what you mean anyway yeah god yeah it is anyway yeah so yeah so, so, so that was that and um, he's uh he was prince charles's godfather yes Bryce, is it? yes yes yes, um, yes yes he was he was very related to the uh to the royal family mm. yeah that I, this will be very boring to people who don't care about clothes in the sort of nerdy way i do but i bought a couple of ties a couple of months ago that were made personally for prince charles and he never went to the shop to collect them so they were just selling off their old stock and i, uh, I bought a couple of them is, and they're made they're made in silk uh, that was first made in 1948 which is the year prince charles was born and the year that gandhi was assassinated so that's quite good that's connecting that's, trip for you there that's some history lesson for some of you who are interested in that kind of thing but hold on and also nero the the kind of only thing i know about him is that his name is lent to a kind of collar you can have on jackets and shirts yes yes it's it's, it's yeah. called it's it's called the uh the nero jacket it's supposed to be in it yeah, exactly and and as far as i'm concerned it's it's this really ugly looking thing <laughs> i don't know why yeah. I, I don't think it's as nice as people make it out to be i don't know why yeah i i wouldn't i probably wouldn't wear one the beatles used to wear them uh, some of the early early concerts the Beatles did, they were all dressed in Nero collar jackets, uh, but not really high. It was kind of uniform for them for a while. Did you ever study Gandhi in in school when you were when you guys were growing up? Uh, was, he, was he was he was he, not, uh, was, he was he a hero uh, in in your textbooks? No, he wasn't someone we studied. I don't know if you would have done. If maybe you pursued different, like if you did history at university, there's a good chance you would. But at school, we never studied. We didn't really study history of the empire too much, to be yeah. honest. Maybe the earlier, the earlier days of it to a degree. But if we did study the, any kind of the Indian empire stuff, it would have been really early, like the East India Company period, rather uh-huh. than the kind of nineteen nineteen hundreds. That so I wouldn't say no, we did much studying of him, but obviously he's held in, held in great regard here and had that great film, uh, his, his finest acting performance in the film of his name. I've, I've, I've never understood why um, Ben Kingsley or Sir Ben Kingsley. <laughs> yeah, that, is, that is outrageous, isn't it? I, is, he, is he part Indian? I, possibly to some sort of tenuous degree, but... I mean, he was blacked up, wasn't he? Let's be honest. He obviously had to, had to had to have some help from the makeup department to fulfil the role. I, I'm not a big. I don't see a big problem with people being cast, you know, outside of their own sort of ethnic makeup for certain roles. But that, I mean, that one probably is a stretch. But, but well, I, I don't know. It's a it's a British film made by a British production company. So, no, but, what can you do, really? But 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 hold on, right? Even now in two thousand eighteen, you would you would would you have um would you be as would you have a problem with if you know roles that were meant for for you know, characters from Africa or Asia or South America if they were played by American and British ones, would you have a problem with that? Uh, my, no. The only uh, historical roles I find more difficult if it's a this sort of generic character that could be from anywhere. I have absolutely no problem with it. If it's someone historical, maybe it could be more difficult, but also how, how specific do you get, right? If you're going to draw boundaries with 
uh, he needs to be Indian, then does he need to be from the right caste? Does he need to be from the right county? Like, where do you, maybe where do you draw the line? If you just homogenize a whole race of people based on what? Skin tones? It's not going to be ideal casting, is it? You, you, you know the, what, what, the, what the funny bit is, and this may be a bit controversial, I actually agree with you. Because I feel mm. that, like, you know how the, how the James Bond thing, the, uh, how it's become controversial, the fact that they'll have a black James Bond. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see any problem with that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, for 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 the goodness of the art, I would love for for there to be more diversity in in, in you know in in people taking up roles, right? Like, how does it really matter if if James Bond is played by Idris Elba, right? I I th- I agree. I I would say ninety ninety percent agree. I think I don't agree when it does affect the. Uh, I don't know. The, unless it's a kind of reboot where they're changing the character, I'm not someone who's in any way precious about James Bond. I think he's one of the most farcical <laughs> characters in anything. But I do sometimes find it a bit strange that people will kind of see it as a good kind of hill to die on for the morality of casting. James Bond, I would say, is probably a rapist, probably like a about as misogynist as any character can get. Um, so I find it strange that people use the character of James Bond as a kind of vessel for progressive casting. Do you see what I mean? It's like, you? oh, we need, you know, we need to, you know, increase diversity in our casting. Let's make sure we have a more, I don't know, diverse sort of misogynist rapist character that is James Bond. It, it seems like a, a strange person to push for. Okay, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm kind of confused though. Why are you why are you calling James Bond a rapist? Well, if you read any of the books that his source material comes from, he obviously doesn't operate with particularly, uh, I don't know, choice moral decisions. I would say he's 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 a he's a bit of a dick. <laughs> um, I, no, I, I don't know, right? He's he's not a good he's not a good earnest nice character. Yep. Um... But he, but but it, but it's all fiction, George. Don't you do you think that the uh, that Ian Fleming should you know that his his intentions should remain the same even you know all these years later? That he should be. Well, I mean, that's that's sort of the point, right? It, in the second James Bond novel, he uses the N word a lot, so it would be very strange for that character to then be like a completely diverse cast, diverse casting. It it that's seems. True counterintuitive to the ne- my issue with the diversity of casting james bond is he's not a good moral character he's done some terrible things so from the casting agent's point of view it's a strange character to want to champion as having a diverse makeup he's also a character with a backstory that suggests he would be well he's from the what, 40s 50s 60s he grew up yes. in a boarding school as an yes. orphan it would be a very different experience as an orphaned that kid growing up in the UK in that time than it would a white privileged boy. He's obviously maybe the person who exercises white privilege more than anyone else in the world. So it would kind of undermine his sort of character traits if he didn't have that to fall back on when he's doing what he does. To me, yes. I, I give Edris Elba a really cool spy franchise of his own without all that baggage, to me, seems like a better thing to do. That, that, I agree with you about all the casting stuff, but I think there's so much baggage in the backstory of James Bond that it's, it's a bit of a few to push for. That, that's also um, very true, because I, I feel that more 
stories, more different stories, should be written about people from all all parts of the world, right? The fact that hundred percent. No, the fact that the you know, the uh, the the movie, the uh, Crazy Rich Indians, the 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 rom com, the romantic comedy that was uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, yeah. So. Sorry, not Indians. Crazy Crazy Rich uh, Asians. Yeah. Um, you know, same, same, but different. Um, <laughs> yeah, the fact that it became such a huge global success, that kind of gave me hope about, you know, oh, we're in 2018 now and people all over the world, audiences all over the world are more accepting of, of, of people who look different and for them to be stars, to be heroes, in, you know, um, in, 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 in movies. And, that, and that's a very positive thing, though. Definitely, but there's obviously, I mean, Bollywood's massive, and it's what primarily going to be Indian characters, right? So, is there ever is there ever a drive to get the leading Indian characters to be played by Daniel Craig? Does that happen? You have no, you 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 have a very good point because I because because I was arguing with a uh, with an extremely um, politically correct and you know one of the uh, social justice warrior uh, types, right? I was like, but they don't really. Um, Clamor for diversity in China, whatever. There's no. Well, you know, I, there's... I, okay, yeah, I. It's international. Offer it's generally it's it's Hollywood, right, or British cinema, primarily Hollywood that's pushed to increase its diversity. <laughs> the diversity, of course, should reflect the makeup of of the country that it's in, that yes. Hollywood is, right, and it should probably, to some degree, trend towards the markets it's trying to be in, and Hollywood's obviously pushing to be in China. I suppose in India as well, right? But so there's you see that more in the casting that happens now, because you see a lot of money come from those studios, right? Like there was that ah, oh, it was I think it was a bit rubbish. It was called The Meg. It was about Big Shark, and it had Jason Statham and an actress from China. I don't know. What you're it's obviously about. Oh, okay. It was I don't know if it it would have been released where you are, but it was clearly a, a push to bring bring like mixed casting together to try and reach as many people as possible. Uh-huh. But um. I don't know. I, f- I feel like when it's the James Bond thing to me just feels like it's just so lazy to me saying, oh, let's, you know, it's almost, I would say, bordering on stunt casting. Idris Elba's a great actor. He's fantastic. He doesn't, I, I, but why the James Bond role? Like it, the people that have generally played James Bond haven't been massive film stars and then they get the role. It's, I don't know. It se- it seems a bit of a strange one to me. I I have an answer for that. I think because of the um of what the movie has meant to audiences all over the world, that mm-hmm. James Bond is because people are not going to think like you, George. Think because most people wouldn't have read the books, right? And mm-hmm. as far as they're concerned, the James Bond that they see on screen is this very polished, not the most politically correct, but still a decent human being, right? Whose only job is to have a bit of fun while saving the, um, the crown, right? Is that how you see the films? Yeah, that's, no, that's how most people will see the film. Do you think? I know. Okay. Yeah, and, and that's the reason that, that you know, that, that a black James Bond is, is so important. Like, I would, you know, I would rather fight for, you know, for an Asian Batman or an Asian... Spider-Man. I think I'd be I'd be amazing as a Batman. You, you personally, I, I think I would be amazing as a Batman. Yeah. I'd like to see you in the Spider-Man costume, sort of the full <laughs> spandex thing. But you know what, though, the fact that I think I have the uh, the build, I mean, the the uh, the punch, not 
notwithstanding, I, I think I have the build to play um, uh, Spider-Man. I swear. <laughs> he's, maybe, maybe. Yeah, he's, he's five nine. He's five supposed nine, to be about nine. fifteen. He's like a fourteen-year-old boy, though, isn't he, Spider-Man? But I have a youngish face. <laughs> that, is, that is certainly true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I just I think my worry with that with that sort of the casting stuff just comes from the point of view of I sometimes see with the studios is they're just doing it in a kind of very lazy like oh we can make a gimmick out of it and that to me shouldn't be the point right like it's oh yeah we'll we'll get Black James Bond so then we can just market market it and it it's like it seems a bit thoughtless and a bit that doesn't come from a good place to me that comes from quite a cynical place and therefore doesn't really have enough moral weighting behind it to make it a good decision with with a good outcome it, it it would have to quite a good degree a good outcome but it's just a terrible he's a terrible character there's there's better examples of of that kind of casting like with uh uh hermione in the harry potter play yes, that's yes. been on in london yes uh, as an adult that kind of thing that to me is better because she's a great role model a good character and i'm also not saying that ethnically diverse casting has to be reflected in good role models in the characters, but using James Bond, someone who would have acted in the history of the character kind of terribly to minorities and would have relied on purely white privilege to, like you say, be essentially paid to have fun. Um, it, it just seems really lazy to me, much like the Ghostbusters reboot, right? Oh, let's do Ghostbusters with women. It's just, it's just very trite. It, there's no weight behind that decision other than we want to get women in the cinema. And that seems so very patronising to me. Anyway. Uh, while, I, um, while I share in your, uh, you know, in your, in your op- opinions and sentiments, I'm thinking as a commoner, and this sounds very condescending, right? Uh, you know, Oxford education, right? is making us think differently and we're trying to, you know, to scrape past the surface but representation i've realized especially in the past few months of just being in the field and interviewing people and talking to people about the different projects that uh, i've been working on the representation how they see themselves on screen right if that's extremely important george and it doesn't really matter what, mm-hmm. what, what, what in in hollywood films in everywhere, films, everywhere. No, 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 I'm talking about uh, here in uh, here in India, in Asia, right? The fact that it's mm-hmm. uh, like like uh, you know, we, we, I mentioned the past podcast. The fact that um, ours is a is a rather diverse country with just you know so many different communities, so many different languages that are uh, uh, present, and very few of them have representation in mainstream media, television, and 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 cinema. Uh, that's mm-hmm. changing a bit, especially with um, with uh, faster technology, faster internet, uh, uh, more accessible um, uh, uh, technology again, and seeing someone who looks like you on screen is more important than people will ever realize. I agree 100%. I think the thing I don't agree on is therefore that the only way for people to get any representation is that James Bond has to be black. That seems such a, you know, there should just be great, like Black Panther, right? It's a, it was a new, I've not seen it, but I'm I know it's super popular. It was a new character. 
it had its own world and story and it was done amazingly well it was super successful it's so cheap to go let's take what it, i hate it in general with all reboots reboots in general i find so lazy let's do another spider-man there's been about 15 spider-man films in the last 10 years right it's just boring so if anything from a, just a creative point of view as much diversity as possible with new like freshly created characters with their own sort of backstories and stuff but just churning out the same stuff with a twist like a racial twist on it is just so it's just so very shallow to me there's loads of routes to representation it doesn't just have to be james bond right uh one last question about this topic if you Mm -hmm. who's actually playing the the next james bond uh i don't think it's been cast yet they don't they just lost the the, the friend of Indian cinema that is Danny Boyle dropped out of the <laughs> most recent film uh, because of creative differences. They replaced him, so they only just replaced him with an with another director. So I don't think they've got close to casting the yeah, fan, actual next actor yet. Yeah. The fan of Indian cinema that's very funny and very original. George. Yeah, it's true. It's true, right? I um, I'm I'm so overwhelmed. Uh, what 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 noise is that? I dropped a pen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, I'm so over Mourinho, by the way. I mean, I've been yeah. over him for a year and a half now, but but these past couple of weeks, I just don't understand what the hell is happening with um with Man United. Is is it over? Is what over? is his reign over? The season for for us. <laughs> I mean, you're like, you're like nine or ten points behind or in after about six games, right? It's not a great start. Um, I don't know. You still get through your Champions League group. You could still, you're still in one of the other cup competitions, right? So you went out of what? The League Cup. Um, yeah. Saw that coming a mile off, that defeat to Derby. That was nailed on. Um, he's not very inspiring at the moment. Um yeah, it's difficult. He seems to be he seems to be quite miserable. He he didn't used to be miserable. He used to be really good at creating a siege mentality. Whereas now he just seems like a sort of jaded man. Did did did, did I not mention this the first uh, episode? The fact that he seems to be not over whatever he had at Chelsea. That he mm. was trying to he was trying to prove to himself and to naysayers that he was still the coach you know he was 10 years ago and he and and he isn't yeah i feel like well i feel like maybe he still is but football has changed quite a lot since then i it's hard to say really he's he's bought most of the players that are at man united where the problems are like he's bought your center backs he's kind of responsible for signing those guys they're certainly not good enough i mean scott mctominay should not be playing in a man united team it's just not not a Man United level player, is he? Mm-hmm. He's not quite as good as Tom Cleverley, who wasn't in any way good enough. Yeah, but, but, but Tom Cleverley was part of a team that beat Arsenal League too. Yeah, sure. But I mean, not a great Arsenal team either. So uh, so, 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 so we had this, 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 this WhatsApp group um, uh, among friends and a friend of, a friend of mine, a huge football fan, uh, this is what he said, and I'm I'm probably misquoting him, but he was like, Fred, the, the Brazilian, mm-hmm. is playing exactly the way a Brazilian with the name Fred would play. 
<laughs> it's a great name. I have to say, it's a brilliant name. There's also, is it Bernard at Everton? It's another great, great name. I mean, if, Just, if, 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 if you're buying a Brazilian, right, buy someone with a Neo at the end. Yeah, you know I mean? absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. He, it, Fred, Fred and Bernard are just two old English blokes in a pub in the nineteen fifties. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, so I, I thought it was very funny what he said mm. because he. I mean, well, I mean, the Liverpool goalkeeper is called Allison. It's not. <laughs> it's not like a great pedigree footballer's name, is it? But I, I actually think that Liverpool may win this year. Mm, it has to be Man City, I think. Still, just. If, we'll see what happens this weekend's really big to date when this podcast is this is a couple of days before the Liverpool Man City match which will be significant I think um, we've beaten them a lot more than they've beaten us mm-hmm. over the last two seasons Klopp's got a very good record against uh, Pep but City man for Man City have still got a much better squad the Liverpool front three is probably better if they're all firing they're not really firing at the moment so We'll see. James Milner, the best player in the world at the moment. And uh, you, you, no, I, I disagree with that completely, but um, <laughs> I'll yeah, let that pass. Uh, yeah. you, you know what's funny, though? Uh, the big teams across Europe, none of them are playing well. Madrid isn't playing well. Barcelona is is confused. Yeah, it makes think- a mockery of the... The kind of punditry, definitely in the UK, you know, they'll say, oh, only in the Premier League do teams at the bottom beat teams at the top. I think Real true. Madrid and yeah. Barcelona just lost to, well, Barcelona definitely lost to a low, lower place team. Happens everywhere all the time because it's the nature of football. No, because the thing is, um, uh, in India, Facebook has the rights to the uh, La Liga now, and I watched the. Um, cool. I, I think I watched the highlights, whatever, of a Barcelona game. And. Uh, Luis Suarez, who I'm actually a fan of, because I think mm-hmm. he's, you know he's he's been an extremely brilliant player the past many years, but he's but but he seems to have lost a step or two, mm-hmm. and you know by virtue of being Messi's really good friend of, or you know if not best friend, he's still there, but he's but he's sure. lost a, he's lost a step or two. Have you have you watched any of the Barcelona games? No, not this season. I, Suarez had a bit of a difficult season last year, didn't he, as well? But he kind of um, made it up uh, towards the end. I mean, at least in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think he's obviously he's a fantastic player. You have to do well to drop him. Um, yeah. Uh, hold on. It's, it's 11.09 now and you have to get ready for a, for a dinner. So you say it's 11.09, but, but here it's... Well, with the... Tell me about this time difference. Okay, I it, struggle it, to understand a half hour time difference. It's it's perplexing to me that you, an extremely intelligent human being, right, one of the smartest people I've met, right, does not cannot understand why there's a difference of four and a half hours, three and a half hours. I don't understand. But does that not cause? Does it not cause difficulty? Are there but for like whom, borders for people? Well, I've found it difficult to understand. Is there not a point in India? Are there there are parts of the country where the time zone? No, we have one time zone. the country. No, So we have one time zone across the whole country. Yeah, so it's 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 a ridiculously huge country, right? But we have we should yeah. have we should have three, if not 
or at least two time zones, but we have one, mm-hmm. right? And because right. of that, we in the eastern part of the country uh, have a really early sunrises and really early sunsets. Yeah. So yeah. So by so even the summers, the latest that the sun would set would be six forty ish. Wow. Okay. Yeah, which is which you know which is which 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 is not the most ideal. But why is your even having one kind of homogeneous time zone? Why is it on the half hour? Because that is dissimilar. Most of the world is on the hour. There's very few time zones that are on a half hour. But but George, we don't okay. Time zones, right? The difference in time zones exists only when you're comparing it to another country. But why would we compare ourselves to any other country? But we're, we're well, because there's it. loads of international things happen, right? So international business markets, yeah, conference calls, lots of international things, flight arrival times, all that sort of stuff. If you're dealing with a country on your borders, is there any disruption, for example? I'm, I'm sure like with markets closing and things like that, is it not? I guess you just set your time on that half hour, but no, but there we go. It it just but, seems confusing to me. That's no, that's my my cross to bear. But but hold on, you would you would also have you in the 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 time difference between you in and Germany would be would be how much? An hour, it, but one hour, two hours, three hours. But it's always on the hour. That's it's just the minutes being off throws me. Are you sure? Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna check up on that because I don't see I because for, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think it makes any of a difference if it's if the if it's you know if the time difference is two and a half hours, right? Or two hours, right? I don't understand I don't I don't I don't understand the confusion. But if say work at our company finishes at five PM in it in England and 6 yep. p.m. in Germany. Yep. If you went, oh, but it finishes at 6.30 here, it it just leaves a kind of, there's a sort of off half, it doesn't seem like a kind of clean match to me. It's very easy to keep track of hours, but when you add half hours into it, you know, things aren't happening at a uniform time for everyone. You, my, my problem, not yours, don't worry. Oh, India no. seems to have it, have it covered. No, this, this, this bit of... Uh... This bit of your confusion it reminds me of, you know, uh, of George. I'm hearing the sounds again. I'm not doing anything. Are you not? Okay. No. Okay. No. This. This. I'm, I'm, we're not going to edit this out of the podcast. I think this is. This makes for a uh, really interesting uh, conversation. Uh, the um the fact that you know this is annoying to you reminds it's me. It's not of, annoying. It's just it's confusing to me. Okay, the fact that this is confusing to you reminds me of um, uh, someone who has to kiss his door 25 times before he leaves the house because he doesn't, like, it has to be either 25, 35, 45. It can't be 20, 30, 40. I, I, I don't see how it's the same as that. It's not OCD <laughs> that it has to be rounded up to the round number. It's just that having... I'm trying to think of an example where it might bear out. Well, okay, so we're doing this podcast. You say, oh, yeah, let's do it at 8 p.m. For me, that could be, what would it be, 
2.30 for me. At 2.30, there's a lot more chance that I'm going to be in some other process, right? In the middle of a meeting or in the middle of a class or during a job. That extra half hour Aha. makes no, things no. that bit more difficult to match up with. No, no, I, I understand that. But, but, but the time difference between you and, let's say, Abu Dhabi would also be, at least with either Abu Dhabi or Qatar, would be... Two and a half, yeah, two and a half hours, yeah, or two, no? Um, I'm checking now. Okay, uh, hold on, let, 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 me, let me do the same, right? Uh, it's only, it's only India, Iran, Afghanistan, Myanmar, and Sri Lanka that have deviations <laughs> of a half hour. You sure? A couple of others... Uh, some provinces in the Chatham Islands of New Zealand have a quarter hour deviation. Beyond yeah. that, everywhere else is on the hour. You, you must appreciate that it must be, it's, it's very different to the rest of the world and therefore more difficult to interact on a more international level. I understand. Just following, you know, kind of matching up calendars. Haha. So, so it's, yeah, you're correct though, because even the, the time difference between Los Angeles and and London is it's always on the hour. Yeah, it could be. It could. My issue is just that they're consistent. It could be on the seventeenth minute. That's fine. It's just <laughs> having then splitting that makes things really difficult. Okay, now now I think I I, I see a point as why the uh, the confusion arose in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Did you know Oxford has its own time zone? Ah, yeah, yeah, I, I actually do. This was told to me by someone who I thought was too nerdy, even for Oxford. <laughs> he was, it's always, I think it's always five minutes behind. Yeah, it's five, it's five minutes behind what everything else in the UK is. No one else really follows it, but it's just yeah. a, it's an old tradition. Oh, by 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 the way, we we made we made we made the the top of the rankings. Um, um, we made the top of the rankings. Uh, uh, last week or was it early this week? Oh, university rankings. Yeah, so yeah. I think we, you and I did. Um, yeah, I think we can take a lot of credit for that result. Yes, just 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 the two of us doing whatever the hell we did. Are you going to be in Oxford yeah. any, anytime soon, importantly? Next, next week, yeah. I'll be back there for quite a while. I'm planning to, um, to bring a friend along to a, to a formal dinner or, or a ball next month. Nice. I think you'll struggle for a ball next month, but I think formal dinners, there should be plenty. This is no. very boring information for other people. Yeah. No, we, we, we'll put this in the podcast because uh, we're pretentious like that. Uh, it's okay. It's it's quarter past eleven now. It's eleven seventeen to be exact. It's it's six forty seven here, but you can understand why that's confusing. I understand, George, and I and I apologize <laughs> without uh, any conditions. I'm gonna <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna end in a couple of, and say, just say goodbye because we've spoken for for a while now. This is like it's, us getting back into the groove of things, and we and this this time we assure you that we're. We'll be producing content every every week, and next it's week be George, flowing. you and I will have our first um, uh, kind of sponsor ish. Ooh, ooh, really? so very exciting! Very exciting times ahead for you know for this little podcast that we spend half an hour uh, every week on. 
a bit longer today. It was uh, it was culturally significant. This one, um, I hope it was. Hopefully, there wasn't anything polarizing there. It was uh, it was all all coming from a very good place. As most things uh, do, things that are born of the heart. Um, anyway, are you you have you have somewhere to go to, don't you? I'm going to a dinner. Yes, a dinner party. Is it is in is in uh, seven o'clock at uh, in the evening a bit too late for dinner in England? No, that's well supper party then seven or eight o'clock spot on time for for the evening meal. It's 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 eleven eighteen now, and I'm gonna say goodbye to you. Have fun, man. It's probably will do. It's probably a bit late for you to have have dinner, but there we go. Um, yeah, it's been a pleasure. But thanks everyone for listening, and we'll we'll be back at you again soon.